Welcome to the Organized and Productive Podcast with the Organized Flamingo. I am your host, Stephanie, a professional organizer and productivity expert. Ready to explore the right organizing and productivity solutions for you? Yeah? Well, then let's go. Hey, Organized and Productive community and listeners, welcome to our next episode. This is a fan favorite topic, so I'm really excited to talk about it because unlike any of our other topics that we talk about, even though many of you enjoy the thought of being more organized and systems and all that, uh, you don't necessarily love every one of those subject matters. Like for instance, organizing paper. Yes, you have your planners and you enjoy, maybe you're a crafter and you have paper, but you don't particularly love organizing it or it's not you know, your most favorite thing. Same thing with clothing, same thing with organizing your pictures. Like, yeah, you may, you enjoy the outcome and you enjoy the process and listening to it, but you don't really, really love it. Well, it's a little different with our topic today, which is book organizing. Because in book organizing, you gave me your feedback at the end of the year last year. You basically, the majority of you told me that you really love organizing your books, that this is one of those things that you have the thing, you have the subject, the object, which is the books, and you actually love organizing it and rearranging it and doing different creative things with it. So this is one of, uh, this is one of the fan favorite topics to discuss. Our first type of category category system is the library style organization. And this type of style is the one that your local library uses. And you can make it as comprehensive as you want it to be. But right now, again, we're just talking about the everyday household or office library. So for the common reader, and we're not talking about organizing a library, like that is an entirely different type of organizing um, capacity. But the library style organization system is the one that if you've ever dreamt of having your own mini library at home and or you want to categorize it in a spreadsheet, this one's perfect for you. So we're talking about organizing your book using a universal classification system, just like your local library, right? So the Dewey Decimal Classification to the Library of Congress type of classification system. So basically, it's a grouping of numbers and letters that will make sense to you. And then you will organize it that way. Most books, international books, uh, they have an ISBN number. It's an international standard book number, and you can always use that one. It gets a little complicated, and then you start to get into what country was it published in, and and it can get a a little more than you probably want it to be. But if you are a book collector or you just love organizing your books, then this library style organizing system will work great for you, especially if you have like a library card and you use it often and you always want to cross reference with what you checked out and um, or what you you know what you want to buy or you just have a really big, big library of books. This one is perfect for you. Okay, so a pro tip. These are my things for you to consider. If you are using the library style organizing method, it's if you have a significant collection and if you're passionate about classification because you have to be consistent and you have to start off with a combination of letters and or numbers that make sense to you and then be consistent. So if you you know start to change it if you don't remember or if you're not if you're grouping these cute numbers and and letters together and it makes sense to you for about a year and then you just stop stop using it, then that's not going to work, right? This is like more if you want to catalog catalog your books and if you want to get really, you know, fancy with it. Um, but it's a really fun way to organize your library. And again, if you have a very large library or you have it in multiple places, 
this will help you um, stay a little bit more organized. This also is the type of organizing system that if you are in a profession where you have to reference reference books all the time, maybe you're a researcher, you know, lawyer, professor, something where you're constantly looking at the books and you have to refer back to them and you need to match what the library or wherever you checked them out from is, then this this type of organizing system is probably going to work really well for you. So if you have a ton of books that you want to organize, but you don't know where to start, this is the perfect conversation and podcast episode. But even if you do, if you're a pro organizer and you know your categories for your books, this episode will be great because I'm going to give you things that you maybe not have considered under each of these categories. And I'm going to give you additional tips within each of these categories. So things that maybe um, you can tweak so it can work a little bit better for you and things that you may not have thought about. So let's start diving into the wonderful world of book organizing. The next type of system is organizing by color. So if you're ready to add a splash of color to your bookshelves, then this is great for you. It's become more and more popular popular in the last couple of years with, um, you know, more like the Instagrams and the Pinterest, a lot of the visual magazine style of apps and websites out there and blogs and stuff like that. So that has popularized the organizing by color for your books. Um, so grouping books by their spine color can create uh, a visually stunning effect, right? Like a beautiful view. You can even arrange them like a rainbow. You can distribute them across different rooms for kind of that dramatic touch. We talked, uh, we have an episode that I will put in the show notes where we talked about how to use your everyday um, items to decorate your house and your office and your space. And this is a great way to do that. So this is functionality meeting the aesthetic look. So this is perfect for, or, for um, organizing, you know, by this is perfect for organizing by color. So this is a really fun way to organize, especially, and again, also for you visual learners, because you can remember the color of the spine. If you don't remember names or titles as much, or you don't want to, then this is a great way to organize because you'll remember it by spine. You'll remember, oh, I remember it's like a yellow book, right? And then you'll kind of um, find it that way. So it's a very simple way of grouping method and I'm a big fan. I love it. But here's my pro tip and this is my just be aware. If you do organize by color and you place books in direct sunlight, the hues may change over time. So be careful with this type of organizing method, um, especially if you're in a very well lit room. The color that you are placing them under may change over time and you may, you know, you might want to protect some of those spines and, and things like that. So that's something for you to think about. And of course, if you are, um, if color doesn't do much for you, right? And it, or, or if you're a researcher, like I mentioned in the first type of organizing, library style organizing method, then color coding is not going to work for you. It doesn't work for everybody, but um, it definitely does if you're more of a visual color coding type of person. Next on our list is the format. So arranging and organizing your books by format. Most commonly, it's a hardcover versus a paper paperback. This one is an easy one, right? Like hardcovers get to go together and paperbacks will go together. So that's self-explanatory. This is a great way to separate them if you have to take them out often because, I mean, just the paperback is just, you know, 
the, the pages will get bent a little bit easier. Um, a hardcover is, is hard and it's hardier. So separating them by the type is um, might be might might make sense to you. If you've ever tried taking out a book and the softer paperback gets bent, you know what I'm talking about, where you have it horizontal, um, but it's just not it's not standing up straight. Then that is those are the moments where you will need to organize most likely by type. Uh, a great example, maybe not so much books, but comic books type, um, like magazine type of books, like thinner type of books. Those are great to just put aside and put group those together and make sure that they're, um, you know, they're not bending and things like that. So those are really, uh, if you have more of one of the other, or you want to separate them, the type of book, the format, hardcover versus a paperback is going to be a great way to organize your books. Um, paperbacks will bend less if they're stacked horizontally versus vertically. So that's what I'm, I mean by that. Like if, if you want to just stack them on top of each other so that they don't necessarily um, bend, then, then, you know, this is going to be the type of organizing for you. Our next type of organizing system is arranging by shape. And this is a perfect type of organizing for those really like tricky slim shelves and bookcases. Um, so sorting by the book size is going to be really helpful for you. Categorizing your books as small, medium, or large, uh, especially in spaces where the, the area is awkward or the shelving is awkward. This is great for that. Let's say you are, you know, you're in a place where you can't really change the shelves or the doors or whatever, wherever you're storing your books, then, uh, you know, like a big book, it, it, it's especially like those um, perfectly squared big books like those you can't really put them up on a shelf because they stick out so arranging by shape is going to be great for you um, sh uh, the arranging by shape is also really good for all of you who um, are organizing for decoration so you know arranging by shape is great for that um, like the coffee table books you know whatever like looks best for that area many of you will organize it by shape in that table or tabletop instead of going vertical you will do it horizontal on a tabletop so that's perfect for for some of you um they make lovely decorative pieces and, and they're great for conversation starters so anybody that says you know why would anybody get a coffee book what's the point well they're conversation starters and they also showcase your interest what you enjoy what you like and um once in a while you will go through it so there's there's nothing wrong with getting a really big book. It's just a matter of finding the right place where it, where it makes sense, where it doesn't stick out and it just doesn't make you feel like it's, it's an awkward placing. So that is a great way to organize those. If you're really serious about the shape of your book, get a custom-made riser that will um, prop your books up so they will look the same size. So if you really are starting to get books that are awkwardly shaped or big or too big, um, there are like, there, especially like for small books, um, there's props so that you can put it in the back of the shelf and that will make the book come forward so it's all the same, it looks like the same size. So if you're starting to get more and more interested in arranging and organizing your books by, by shape, then think about different props that you can use so that it looks the way that you want it to look. Okay, our next type of organizing system for books is a fan favorite for most of you because this is most likely what you purchase your books under. So it's genres and then the subgenre. So this is where fiction, nonfiction, mystery, romance, you know, you're organizing by the genre. This is um, 
this is, you know, for most of you, like you, you tend to keep certain types of books in your bookshelf. So for most of you, it's going to be like, hey, I, this is my nonfiction, this is my fiction, this is the type or, or the subgenre, like I said, um, era books, time periods, uh, language also can go under genres and some genres. Um, language is a little different, but we can, we'll talk about that separate. Um, but this is where you can you can get really creative with maybe it's the, the author, but then you also have um, the era or the time period. Like maybe that's what you really enjoy. This is for all of you seasonal readers. Maybe you enjoy reading certain types of book during certain types of seasons. And so you categorize them by their genre so that you can say, okay, this is like my, you know, my cozy up during the fall winter books. And so you are categorizing by a genre um, or an era or a time period, or maybe you're in your phase of, you know, the Victorian era type of books. And so you will organize them by that. If you organize by genre, you can also do the sub organizing, uh, sub genre organizing method by color. This So genre and subgenre is really fun to organize, um, especially when I, I do it for clients, because you have a one way, like your main category, and then you can get really creative with your subcategory as far as colors go. So I think a lot of you um, visual types of people really enjoy that piece of organizing by genre and then followed by like a subcategory of another, like a color, because you're not limited to organizing by alphabetical. So, you know, this is more like your creative side comes out. The, this type of organizing system is the alphabetical organization. And if you are really good at remembering titles and or authors, alphabetizing your books is going to be a breeze. You're, this is the type of organizing that you probably really like. Um, you know, a close second or maybe even over the library style of organizing, um, especially if you're not trying to be really technical with where the books go by categories because, you know, you don't need it for your job, like a researcher or whatever, then alphabetical is going to be for you. So choosing whether to organize them by title or author is going to be up to you, depends, depending on what your interest is. Um, or preferences, but remember that this method might not be for everybody, especially if you have a hard time remembering uh, titles and authors. Because if you need to look for a book uh, and you don't, you're not really good about, oh, you know, like what the name of the author is, um, then, you know, then this method might be a little bit harder for you and it might be not be not be your favorite. Um, if there's multiple authors, for instance, the one that goes first is usually in alpha order. So um, if meaning like if you have multiple authors that you are into, like collect, you know, you usually are into two, three, four types of authors. And those are the ones that you have. Um, most people do it by alphabetical order, whether of their last name. Um, but obviously, at this point, it really is just depends on on your preference. But alphabetical organization is great for all of you who are great at remembering titles and author names. For the second to last type of organizing system that I've got for you is if you're a field and or specialist, like a subject specialist. So organizing your books by fields or areas of expertise will help you keep everything very neatly organized by your topic. This is perfect for all you researchers. Maybe you're a grad student, maybe you are studying or, you know, putting together a book, or maybe you're starting to write a book, or you're doing the research of a book, something like that. Uh, this is the perfect category for fields of specialization. Just be cautious. If your books fit into multiple categories, this may lead into second guessing, especially if you 
um, you're not used to your organizing system because this takes a little bit for you to get used to. Uh, so if you can't make up your mind what field most of your books are in or they fit more into one category, then this is where um, you will find uh, the library style of organizing really helpful. So the fields of special, the subject specialist categorizing system um, goes very well with the library style of organizing system because they probably, they, the authors, the publisher probably already pre-assigned a category for you. So you can quickly categorize it together. But I put them separate because fields of special fields and or subject specialist uh, is again for all of you students, all of you who are in research mode. And it's a little different than the library organizing because sometimes you'll need your own style of organizing so that you can quickly find the books um, whenever you need it. This organizing style fits again very well with for with people who don't want to mix their books with other subjects which I respect, right? Like you may have your fun books, like the books that you are reading for pleasure, for fun, um, because somebody recommended a book, but it doesn't fit into what you're working on. Um, such as, you know, maybe you're into crafts and astrology and you like your fun books, but they have nothing to do with your work or what you're studying or what you're writing about. So your subject specialized library category system might be perfect for you because you can keep those two types of books separate. And the last type of category system that I've got for you is the age and or education level. Uh, this type of category system is really popular for um, if you have children, family, or just different reading levels, maybe different learning levels or education levels. This is perfect for that. I work for a lot of our families. That's what we do. We kind of just organize it by um, where their reading level is or maybe their, their grade level and um, or like young adult versus adult books and things like that. So this is a great category. This is a great way to categorize your books. If you have, um, if you you are mixing your family books together. Maybe you have one library for all of your books for the entire family. Um, this is a great book. So you can just label it like this is, you know, this is for reading level this. And then you, you let people pick what they want to read when they're ready, especially for family. Maybe you're homeschooling. Um, age and or education level is a great way to organize your books. Again, most uh, libraries or the publisher or the authors uh, will tell you what reading level it is. So you can just look it up on their website or the library uh, will have a kind of like a synopsis, if you will, or a quick summary of what reading level it is. You can always ask your librarian or um, just kind of take a look and you can decide for yourself and you can just organize it by age and or education level so that everybody knows where, what each, you know, which each shelf of your book um, will fit their needs as far as education and or reading age appropriate levels. What a fun, fun episode for me too. I, I swear I can go on forever and ever because I love organizing books. Um, but before we wrap up, a couple of things. If you're the type of person that loves changing the layout of your of your space and rearranging it from time to time, like your library, don't forget to shake it up a little bit. Maybe you're in the time of your life where um, your library needs to reflect your family needs and then eventually things change and you need to rearrange it. So this episode is really a reminder for all of you to um, 
shake it up a little bit when it comes to your books. Don't be afraid to arrange your books in different ways so that they fit your needs, your aesthetic, and you actually end up using the books and rereading the books and going back to your books because there's no point in the books just being a decorative piece, collecting dust for years to come, and them not serving a purpose. I mean, if your purpose is for them to be decorative for forevermore, I mean, great. I guess you have, um, you know, that's that's what you need them for. But if you are truly trying to go back to them and maybe pass them on from, you know, generation to generation, you know, shake it up a little bit so that you can actually use them and read them and, and remember what you have. So that's what this episode is really for. Um, and before we wrap up, I also want to hear from you, all of you bookworms. If you have a unique or time-tested method for organizing your books, then I'd love to hear about it. Tag us over on any of the social media platforms at The Organized Flamingo, and let's help each other build the perfect bookshelves yeah so all right until next time um, or if you want to take a picture of your bookshelves i'd love to see them and cheer you on bookshelves are one of my most favorite things so um, love to see what your bookshelf is looking like until next time happy organizing thank you for listening to the organized and productive podcast with the organized flamingo if you enjoyed today's episode i would love it if you leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast player it helps with letting people know that we're here. For full show notes and resources, head on over to theorganizedflamingo.com slash podcast. Happy organizing.